0: So, how much does it cost to go to Ireland? I'm going to answer that question for you as well as give you tips on the question that you should be asking. Today's podcast is brought to you by my book, Planning the Ireland Vacation of Your Dreams, a step-by-step guide to planning your perfect Ireland vacation. I begin at the beginning, when is the best time to visit Ireland, and guide you through every aspect of your trip, from flights and transportation to lodging, attractions, food, and even how to save money. Planning the Ireland Vacation of Your Dreams is available in print, filled with beautiful color images, or exclusively on Amazon Kindle in digital form, and available in the Kindle Unlimited library. Both books include access to an online resource with updated information, downloads, and even more tips. Now let's dig into that big question. What is the cost of an Ireland vacation? Unfortunately, there isn't a great one-size-fits-all answer. Everything from your airfare and where you're departing from to your accommodation choices really play into how much your vacation is going to cost. Now, if I were to have to break down an average cost of an Ireland vacation, it would land between 65 to 150 euro per day per person in u.s. dollars that's between 80 and 185 dollars a day and That's really not very helpful because again There are so many things that play into that The you know the time of year you're traveling where you're traveling from How you're going to get around once you are in Ireland and where you stay where you plan to visit, and what you eat. Everything plays into how much your Ireland vacation is going to cost. So, the Ireland travel question you should be asking is, how much can I spend on my Ireland vacation? And then you break it down to see if you can plan your dream vacation to Ireland on the amount you have to spend. And if you can't, then you either make changes to the way you're traveling, where you're staying, how you plan to visit Ireland, or you push it down the road and save a little longer. So we're going to go ahead and kind of break down an Ireland vacation budget, as well as some tips to help you as you are planning your vacation, um, maybe some ways to save money, and a few things that are really worth that extra splurge. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know I always have a lot of links in the show notes, so be sure to um, go to the show notes on your podcast app. There's going to be a link to an Ireland vacation spreadsheet that you can download, as well as more information and um, handy links to things I talk about. So do visit the show notes to get all the extra info. Okay, let's dig in. When you're planning your Ireland vacation budget, you have three of the, the big expenses, those main Ireland vacation expenses. And those are your airfare, your accommodation, and then your car rental and insurance. Don't forget about tolls, parking, and fuel all adds up together now on top of that you have additional expenses you have food you have attractions you have souvenirs and gifts so things can add up very quickly if you don't pay attention to an ireland vacation budget even if you have an unlimited amount of money you can spend not that you know not that most people do but even if you did you need to you know, really pay attention to where that money's going because it's very easy to spend money on vacation. So let's go ahead and talk about those vacation expenses outside the big three. So your airfare, accommodation, and car rental. Now I do have um, all of those linked in the show notes for more information to help you uh, find a great airfare, choose the best kind of accommodation, and A complete rundown on Ireland car rental and insurance so we're going to dig in to those other expenses so when it comes to food you're going to eat really well in Ireland but that can add up really quickly I mean you're talking three meals a day plus you know there's cafes and tea shops and all these other great things so you're going to find food is plentiful and it's delicious So here are a few ways to rein in that dining budget. Um, Choose accommodations that provide a full Irish breakfast. It's a lot of food, but really it will power you through until the early afternoon if you can handle it. If you can handle it every day. I usually can have it maybe two or three times during a 10-day period. Um, It is a lot of food, but it's so, so good. Purchase local cheeses and breads, uh, and just take an afternoon snack or a picnic. That's a really nice way to slow down, take in everything around you, and munch on some really great Irish produce. Eat your evening meals unfashionably early. Early bird specials usually end around 7 p.m., but can save you up to 25% on your meal costs. Do take advantage of local deals. Both Groupon Ireland and Living Social Ireland have loads of tasty deals, and you can check by location. So just like in the U.S., um, you can check by city or area. Plan a few picnics, again, goes back to picking up that local produce. Grocery stores in Ireland are so much fun. I love grocery shopping in Ireland because the food is... You know, there's some comfort food that you're going to find anywhere, but then there are so many great, uh, more local, regional type things. So, so yummy. And if you have a self-catering cottage, plan breakfast and dinner in and pack lunch or snacks to take with you, leaving room in your budget for pubs or some nice evening meals during your vacation. Okay, now let's talk about attractions. Knowing where you want to go and the sites that you really want to see is going to come in handy as you plan your budget. Even a loose itinerary is going to make it easier for you to search for discount cards, free events, and free attractions. If you plan to be in Dublin for two or two and a half days, be sure to check out the Dublin Pass. It includes entry into the most popular attractions in the city including Dublin Zoo, Guinness Storehouse, um, Epic Museum, and it also lets you bypass the queues so you won't be waiting in a line. Uh, Also, the last time I checked it included uh, free gifts, discounts, and 24 hours of hop on hop off bus transportation. There is a link to an article about saving time and money with the Dublin Pass in the show notes. The OPW Heritage Card is probably my very favorite thing. It's the best deal in Ireland. Uh, one single charge, one single payment, will get you into dozens of um, historic heritage sites in the country. It does not include sites in Northern Ireland, but it does have some Dublin sites on it, so check it against the Dublin Pass, just to make sure you're not kind of doubling up on that for things that you don't want. and also it doesn't include those great sites over on the west of ireland like the cliffs of moore and um, bunratty castle but it is the best deal in the country and you can very easily plan a trip just based on the sites covered by the opw heritage card now speaking of the cliffs of moore um like i said it is not included in the opw program but they do have a discount If you book your ticket online at least one day in advance. Uh, Bunratty Castle and Folk Park also does have special offers if you book online so again book that online at least a day in advance to take advantage of that. For independently owned and managed locations be sure to check their websites for savings and if you're planning to stay in a single location for a few days find the village or county website and check there for festivals or small local attractions or just stop in a pub and find out you know when you get there where should i go what should i see what's going on and get the local information that way okay now we're going to move on to souvenirs and gifts because I think, if anything, this is where people really have a downfall when it comes to their Ireland vacation because they want to bring back something fabulous and they want to bring back these great gifts, but you really need to think about what you're bringing back because so many souvenirs are broken or lost really quickly. Um, You want to make purchases that are going to be enjoyed for longer than a few weeks unless it's food because food is always, <laughs> always a perfect souvenir. Um, in fact, the last time I was in Ireland, I just went into a, like a local, it was just a shop. It was just a little shop, like a, I don't even remember what it's called, but we call it a convenience store, right? And I just popped into one of those and I bought my girls all this um, great, great Irish candy. And they loved it. It was the perfect souvenir. Um, to bring back for them. But digging into souvenirs, a nice Aaron sweater will run between 100 and 200 euro, depending on the type you get. I think they're completely worth the cost because if you care for them, they will last four years. Um, A great mead or whiskey, those are always a terrific gift. And depending on where you go, you might find them in Uh, like a souvenir jug. My very first trip to Ireland, I bought Bunratty Mead and it was in this stoneware jug. And of course the mead got finished, you know, relatively quickly, but that jug looks great on my counter. And then a couple of years ago when we were there, we were in Middleton and my husband got to fill a whiskey, a bottle of whiskey directly from a cask and it's numbered and signed and all of that stuff and even though the whiskey's gone that's still a great souvenir it just it, that bottle looks terrific you know with his signature and it's it's uh, special number uh you're going to find a lot of artisans hand blown glass is big there um and you can find really beautiful vases and things like that you're also going to find People who do weaving. People who are artists. I mean, there's just so much. So that kind of stuff, those hold memories as well. Uh, Really popular gifts are Irish chocolates, Butler chocolates. Butler's chocolates are a great gift. You can pick those up at the airport. Otherwise, there are artisan chocolate shops throughout the country. Terrific places to stop to get those, you know, those little gifts that say, hey, I was thinking of you, but don't cost a lot. Um, Irish cream and whiskey-laced chocolates are perfect. Um, and they travel well, so <laughs> that's a bonus. If you happen to visit Galway, um, the county or the city, uh, the Claddagh Ring is really meaningful and beautiful. It's a great personal souvenir because they were, while well, you can get them all over Ireland, they were uh, created, or as so the story goes, but they have a tie to Claddagh. Uh, right there outside of Galway City. Silver rings obviously cost less than gold, and prices will range. I mean, huge range of prices depending on the quality of the the jewelry. But in all honesty, your favorite souvenir is going to be your photos. So most mobile phones now take really good pictures, but if you want to take exceptional pictures, I would invest in a a good camera, maybe with a removable lens. I have an Olympus pen, and it has, um, again, it has a lens kit with it, and just the ability to have that little bit of zoom makes all the difference in my pictures. But then when you return home, you can make a really great photo book, and uh, you know, then you have those pictures forever and ever. So what about Ireland vacation packages? Those are really enticing, um, and you'll find some great deals. But you need to read the fine print to make sure that you are getting what you think you're getting. And I have four tips on what to look for. And obviously, there is a link in the show notes that takes you into greater detail on these. But before be, before buying an Ireland vacation package, you want to review four things. You want to review the terms. Um, what is included? What is extra? How is the package priced? And what are the dates? You want to check the transportation. Consider the departure airport that they are showing with that price. And if you change airports, how much does it change the price? And then also, how are you getting around in Ireland? Because if it's by rental car, there are going to be extra costs with that that are probably not built in to that package price. Uh, How is the accommodation set? Is it something where they already have it set and you're going to be going here, then here, then here? Will you be using vouchers and going to B&Bs or different hotels? You want to make sure that you check that. And also make sure those locations of the accommodations are actually where you want to go because it's great to have a really nicely priced package, but if that package is going to put you in the middle of County Roscommon and you really wanted to visit Dingle, that's just not going to work. So make sure you check those locations. So by going through all of that, I, I hope you can see why it's hard to really pin down how much does an Ireland vacation cost, because there are so many moving parts to it. But you know, suffice it to say, you can get to Ireland on a budget and have a great vacation. It doesn't have to be five-star luxury the whole time. In fact, when my family goes, we usually spend, I would say probably six to $700 a person on airfare. We fly out of Chicago, uh, but we do have to travel to Chicago. So we usually take a train, if uh, or we rent a car one way and then one way back, and we figure that in. Um, we stay in rental homes so we use Airbnb or um, holiday home type links and choose from those we will splurge on one really great stay usually in a manor house or a castle hotel for a night or two but other than that we really we really do the self catering and uh, and take things slow and so when we go as a family it's usually about a five to $6,000 vacation, including airfare, hotels, transportation, and those things. So it's not crazy expensive, and we go in the off-season when it's cheaper. So I try to keep our budget as low as I can. Um, but again, if you know what you have to spend, it's easier to build a trip around that as opposed to saying all Ireland vacations cost $10,000 and I I need to save for that so here are a few ways the top three ways to save money on an Ireland vacation number one for self-drive vacations rent your car from Irish car rentals and use my code IFV and you'll save 10% on that car rental number two Go in the off season or the shoulder season traveling in July, August, June, July, August the busiest season and prices rise because of that. So go in May or, you know, early June or my favorite month of September. Um, But if you can travel when it's not as busy and you're going to see a really, really great discount on airfare um, savings on accommodations. And then um, back to the food, eat in. Take advantage of that full Irish breakfast. Grab easy-to-eat items for a picnic and dine early in restaurants. And finally, three splurges in Ireland that are worth every penny. Number one, a castle stay. You're probably going to pay a few hundred euro for a single night. For a single room so for a family of four it can really add up but the level of luxury and service is second to none even if you spend i mean we've we've stayed in hostels and um and very inexpensive accommodation to afford a night or two in a castle and it is worth every single penny uh, my top recommendations are napogue castle in county uh, county Clare you are the only people there it's a private apartment at the top of the castle and it is fabulous um you can experience the best of the best ashford castle always uh ranking high in any any uh customer service or you know best hotels list and that's in mayo and then there's the tranquil escape of Loch s castle up in county donegal Um, As far as castles go, it's very affordable. Five-star, absolutely beautiful, and uh, in one of my favorite counties in the country. Number two, try a hawk walk. Falconry falconry was the sport of kings. It's an experience that you aren't able to really uh, enjoy in very many places, and there is really nothing like standing there with your arm outstretched and watching this hawk just zero in on you as it comes in and then it just lands so lightly on your gloved wrist it's the most amazing thing Um, my favorite falconry experience is with adair country pursuits at adair manor that's in limerick Um, we've also had terrific experiences at mount falcon and westport house those are in uh, mayo they actually it's the same The same uh, gentleman is in charge of both of those and he does a great job. And then Ashford Castle also has a terrific Hawk Walk experience. And then finally, if you can afford it, a driver guide is absolutely amazing. Um, I am all about the self-guided self-drive tours. But if you can afford a driver guide, even if it's only for a day and maybe someplace that's incredibly scenic, like um, the Ring of Kerry, it is so worth it. The knowledge that a really great driver guide has, coupled with the fact that you're not doing the driving and they have a luxury vehicle with big windows and you can you can just see everything and, and you're not having to worry about navigation. It is so, so nice. Um, I use and recommend Ireland Chauffeur Travel. They are my preferred driver guide company. They're the company that I use for my guided tours, and I highly, highly recommend them. You can learn more about Ireland Chauffeur show tra- show Travel as well as get my exclusive discount in the show notes. Um, and I also have a free Ireland vacation budgeting spreadsheet, so don't forget to click over to get that. So, that is all I've got. There was a lot, and I hope that, that you were able to kind of understand a little bit about why an Ireland vacation isn't one size fits all, and that you really do have a large amount of flexibility as you plan your vacation. But I know that planning an Ireland vacation can be overwhelming. It's probably one of the first um, emails that I get from people when they find my site. And when they contact me to maybe work with me, they say, I, there's so much I'm overwhelmed. So I do want to remind you that I have four free Ireland vacation itineraries over at my website, Ireland Family Vacations. If you just go to the homepage, there's one big, beautiful picture that says itineraries. You can click that and learn all about those. They are absolutely free for you and they have loads and loads of tips. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast, I would love to have you leave a five star review for me at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher or Android. It really helps people find my podcast so I can share this information. If you can't leave a review on your podcast app, I would love to have you pop over to the Ireland Family Vacations Facebook page and leave me a review there. And if you're not on Facebook, but you are on Instagram, go ahead and take a screenshot from your phone right now and go on to your Instagram stories and just tag me and say, um, you know, great podcast from Ireland Family Vacations, because I would love to see that. So if you have any questions or comments, please go ahead and email me, Jody at IrelandFamilyVacations.com. And as always...